0: Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. That's the
1: sound of the money truck backing up to your front door, Hoss. Nobody's going to put money into a crazy scheme like
0: that. Okay, here comes the catch. This has to cost a lot of money. Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency. Bye, bye bye! Yes, the money is good. We don't have that much time left. Let's
1: talk rocket ships. First, Bitcoin. Three, two, one. This is Crypto Karma with the sensei of cryptocurrency, Nick Green. Welcome to Crypto Karma. This is Nick Green and I'm reminding you to strike hard and strike fast. Today in the world of Bitcoin, things are going good. Excellent news, it is a new all time high. So just last week, you guys will remember Bitcoin was at $58,000, well guess what? Brand new, all time high, $63,000 and change. These are very exciting times. This says a lot. This shows that Bitcoin is here to stay, It is not a Ponzi scheme. It is still not dead. And even better, there is a lot of room to grow. BTC dominance is holding steady. However, it is giving up that 60% edge and letting money flow into altcoins, which is what everybody wants to make money. So let's go over a couple of those prices real quick here. Another all-time high, Ethereum. Absolutely excited about that. Slow as a snail, it took a very long time to break $2,000. Once it did though, it built up a little bit of steam and momentum and it's been hovering around $2,300 as of the week of April 13th. That's great stuff and what is holding back Ethereum? Well, I'll tell you a lot of people think it's going to reach $10,000 by the end of the year for all practicality purposes and intrinsic value that Ethereum offers. Sure, I could see that in relation to Bitcoin. Percentage gains, 100% possible. Think about it. Bitcoin did, what, a six, seven X over the past 12 months. So Ethereum technically should be above $5,000, if not seven or $8,000. I think a lot of people out there know that gas fees are a problem on the Ethereum platform, and hence why we have Uniswap and all types of other options that people are gravitating to. There is definitely options And one of them is the Binance Smart Chain. Binance has just taken off with another all-time high for BNB at over $590. So these coins are really taking off. What does that mean? Litecoin is still hanging out around $265. But we have another new all-time high from Chainlink. $35. It is on its way to $40. And once it breaks 40 it's going to break $42. And after it breaks 42 it's going to break $50. Bucks, and we're expecting big things from Chainlink by the end of the year. My favorite, XRP Ripple. It is my favorite because this is a big FU to the SEC as it reached one dollar and 79 cents still not being traded on any major u.s exchange as of now because of the lawsuit that just shows you how powerful the influence is overseas how much value ripple really has it was 17 18 cents when news of the lawsuit broke and coinbase and others delisted it so here we are not even a year later not even a year later Uh, What is that? A 15x from there that you're making on your money? Absolutely incredible. You got to have faith in the product. And you have to realize anytime the SEC does something, you can't be afraid. It is a very much recycle of rinse and repeat. They will fine you, you argue in court, you pay them a few million dollars, you walk away and do it again. So all this really did is give a big green light to crypto. It's not the first time a crypto coin has had some trouble with the SEC, and it sure is not going to be the last time they just buy their way out of it because what does the government like to do? Well, they're here to take our money. That pauses because that's all they do. (laughs) Okay. all season is here. Wave two. We saw the first wave right in uh, January, a little bit of a carryover from December. Now what this means is... We are going to see more and more volume go into alts, more and more all-time highs are going to be reached, and it's going to be very exciting. You want to have your portfolio diversified, be very aware of retracements. We should see five waves throughout the year, and alt season should carry on the way everybody wants it to, and we should all make a whole lot of money but set your stop losses, be safe, and make sure you make good investments. I like to look at the previous all-time highs as a little bit of a measure of where the coin could go based on past performance, what it's done since then, and what it's doing now. Is it worthy of my money and investment? Is it gonna break the previous all-time highs? Well, a lot of these blue chips are proving yes, they sure are. A couple are a little behind. Uh, BSV, Bitcoin Cash, they're not really making much moves for us, even though Roger Ver said that Bitcoin Cash was the new Bitcoin that's definitely not working out. So like I said, do your own research and make smart decisions. Do not be like the guy in 2011 who sold his two Papa John pizzas for Bitcoin. 10,000 Bitcoin today is worth $604,048,767. That is the price of your Bitcoin pizza. And speaking of all-time highs, Elon Musk's favorite coin, Dogecoin. Also at a new all-time high of $0.09. And I know the Doge army out there is going to try to break it up above a dime. Can it do it? I think so, and I hope so. I'm holding some in anticipation of 15 $0.20, because why not? It's all profits. We're going to let it ride. Anything could happen when you're moving at the speed of crypto. You can't be surprised. And a meme coin a meme coin that was worth less than one one hundredth of a penny to be at 10 cents now has made a lot of millionaires. The fact that it's going to be the official cryptocurrency of the moon and possibly Mars gives me a whole lot of hope. I'm going to keep holding. I'm not saying it's a good entry point. I hope you got yours many, many, many pennies ago, but very exciting times to watch Dogecoin because what does Dogecoin do? When Dogecoin pumps, the rest of the alts pump. So we're going to see a lot of exciting price action over the next few months. Trending in cryptocurrency news is pretty amazing that those folks who are making a lot of noise about climate change, no matter what your opinion is on it, Bitcoin is apparently affecting that too. Cryptocurrencies have to be mined in order to exist. And it's easy to figure out you need energy to mine. But the best way is to use renewable energy, solar, wind, and that, of course, does happen, not to mention hydro-generated energy in Iceland. But there's a couple people out there, or countries, we should say, that have some crazy emissions using a lot of coal energy to mine the two most energy-consuming cryptocurrencies out there, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Well, Well, would a crypto climate accord make sense? There is a goal for a target of cryptocurrency mining to reach net zero emissions, basically, by the year 2040. Well, is that possible? I'm going to say yes. The cryptocurrency community is very, well, they're very aware. They're not out to damage anything on the planet. It's all about digital progression, looking out for mankind and offering options that are otherwise forced upon us that we wouldn't have otherwise. I think it's a great community and the blockchain community is all about innovation. The problem is, and you gotta be very honest about it, is China. China is the number one miner of Bitcoin. And to think that they are gonna switch over to renewable energy For a cryptocurrency that is disrupting every central bank in the world, well, you've got to be high in some really good drugs. It's just not going to happen. And to solidify that, all you got to do is look at Shanghai. When the air quality is not good enough for you to leave your house certain days of the week, you're not dealing with a country that is looking out for humanity's best interest. So the truth is, if China continues to be the world's number one purveyor of Bitcoin mining, and I'm sure they will, then we'll be lucky if we get a 40% under control in renewable energy. And I'm sure we could do it. It's gonna take a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of energy to take away all the mining resources that China has. I'm not sure if it's a good or bad thing that they're in control, but in this case, it's just gonna make life a little bit harder. And then, of course, the mainstream news and some governments and the UN may even come out and say how Bitcoin is bad for you, that you need a digital currency that they offer only with renewable energy sound familiar because it's coming central banks have created the digital dollar the imf India, China, Russia, it's a very long list. So they may just use climate change as an excuse to make you give up your Bitcoin or believe that it really is polluting the earth. Well, I'll tell you, that's fiction, it sure isn't. Amongst the dozens of things Bitcoin has been accused of, this is a new one for me. Little comical, but at the same time, we gotta keep an eye out and maybe you guys mining at home and the community doing more of it themselves could help take away from that problem maybe moving towards more renewable energies and having the support of companies like Tesla will make this a brighter world. Also in the news, NFTs. Again, I feel like this is something that we're gonna be seeing a whole lot of. It's new, it's trendy and it is also being pushed by celebrities is that a good thing or bad thing well in the world of cryptocurrency it's been both uh boy got a little bit of a bad reputation and there's been plenty of others who bought well the top and then complained about it later and that could really give a bad taste to people who don't understand the world of cryptocurrency and bitcoin But what's interesting is Bitcoin has been called a bubble many, many, many times and has been referenced to tulip mania. Look it up. That's a very interesting thing that happened in Europe quite a few years ago. Anyways, no relation to Bitcoin, but NFTs, on the other hand, they're trendy. And what scares me about them is could they, in fact, be a bubble within the cryptocurrency world? Well, there's a lot of intrinsic value. Uh, The only difference is it's still... A lot of artwork, which means there's subjective value. So one person's opinion and what other people will pay for it is what's going to drive this market. Well, right now that's millions and millions of dollars. So I don't think we have to worry about it going away anytime soon, but what is it going to do for the future of cryptocurrency or let alone NFTs? Speaking of celebrities in it, Paris Hilton sure seems to be a big fan of cryptocurrency. Many people may or may not know that back in 2016, she got into the Bitcoin scene uh, right as everything was starting to hit some tops, but I think with her money, it really didn't matter. She's getting a lot of heat from the crypto community because there's just not a lot of respect for a sex tape star. But at the same time, she's also bringing it more mainstream, so much so that she was in the news. She got interviewed on CNBC's Closing Bill, where she talked about her involvement in NFTs, remember, non-fungible tokens. And even more interestingly, she calls herself a Bitcoiner. Here's a little clip of what Paris Hilton had to say.
0: I've always loved to be an innovator, and I did my first NFT in March of 2020, and it won the NFT Charity Award, the best one of the year. So that was exciting. And now to see it just blow up in the past couple of months has been so exciting. And I've been working together with some incredible artists and, um, doing my first drop in a few weeks. And then another one planned for that. And I just think it's amazing that artists can really, you know, take back their power and, um, just, I don't know, there's the technology that is just so interesting and I'm just fascinated by it, all of it. You said you have your first job coming in a, in a few weeks. Is- Can you tell us what it is? Is it a drawing, a photo? How are you thinking about it? Uh, My first job is about art. Um, I can't really say much yet because it's a surprise. But um, the first one will be about art. And the second one will be about music and memorabilia. So... It's amazing that I think really the possibilities are endless with this.
1: So the interesting thing here is that Paris Hilton calls herself an artist. So think about that, whether she is or not subjective, just like the price of an NFT. But for somebody with a whole lot of fans, a Kardashian, anybody in that circle or YouTuber or TikToker could just create something on an NFT, call it art and make millions of dollars. You still need people to pay millions of dollars, but when it starts that high, it's definitely a driving force pushing into the NFT space even more. So now that you've created an NFT, well, what are you going to do with it? Well, you need a place to sell it. And guess who came up with something for that? Tom Brady. Now, Tom Brady, you either love him or hate him. The fact is, he's a hell of a football player. He's a smart guy. I'd call him a marketing guru because he sure knows how to brand himself and align himself up with the right sponsors to have more money than all of us put together. And good for him, I think that's great. But now you got a question, does he really need the money to do more things? Is this just another celebrity jumping on the bandwagon or somebody with money and resources that is bringing NFT to the public? So here's what seven-time Super Bowl champion is launching an NFT called Autograph. It comes out just in the coming months. 2021, I guarantee you, is going to be known as the year of the NFT in cryptocurrency. Look to the past guys, not everything lasts forever, but this is something pretty big. He wants to bring together the biggest names in sports, entertainment, fashion, pop culture. So that's your YouTubers and Paris Hilton's of the world to develop unique digital collectibles. And remember, everybody has just one of those. These are really unique. They are easy to figure out. They cannot be counterfeit and the value of what you paid for it will hold and this should never be damaged. It's interesting to see all these celebrities really push forth on cryptocurrency. It does something very important to them. It gives millionaires more money. So they're able to make a ton of money with NFTs and a ton of money in the crypto space. And I think the fact that these are decentralized platforms and nobody is paying them to be a sponsor in most cases, well, they are just happy to help this emerging market go mainstream. It's an interesting dynamic to see that they have found something they could all agree on, make money from, and, Even the common person with not a lot of money, but with a lot of patience, foresight, vision, and doing your own research could also make millions of dollars. I think that's why Dogecoin or any cryptocurrency is called the currency of the people, money for the people. Call it what you want, but it is accessible to everybody. And the NFTs just might be that next step of accessibility or even make that next famous artist. Maybe get that kid that's doing art from home, the struggling artist. It could give them a global platform it could help them showcase their artwork to celebrities to millionaires to cryptocurrency holders all around the world because remember cryptocurrency is a 24 7 deal it has no borders it reaches every country and it reaches everybody who has a cell phone or computer so this actually might be a movement that creates a lot of real artists and real art and from it a whole new digital landscape that we never thought we would see before so perhaps the world of NFTs may not be such a big bubble after all, but actually go down a whole new rabbit hole. We're right back
0: where we started.
1: And from rabbit holes will be more rabbit holes with more products that will stem from NFTs because that's what cryptocurrency does. Blockchains really, really do something special is that they let you create your own smart contracts and they'll let you use almost any product you want on it and create its own destiny. By that, I mean, it's not up to one person. It's up to the people. It's up to the consensus and that's something that I love about Bitcoin. It was created to give freedom back to the people, not the central banks that have been in charge of our debt and our lives and interest rates and how much we owe and what we could afford for so long. In fact, getting into cryptocurrency and Bitcoin has taken many people with not even a dollar in their savings account and has literally given them values in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's really important. It drives the economy. It allows people to create their own business, to be their own boss. More importantly, to have independence from the rules of a central bank. Those are my two Satoshis, because to me, it just makes sense. Come on, big money, big money, big money. No whammy, no whammy, stop. Big news in the cryptocurrency space is Coinbase's IPO. We've talked about Coinbase before, how it is, in my opinion, the most expensive exchange out there, but it's also the most user-friendly. This is a company that claimed a $30 million loss in 2019, only to claim a $322 million profit just last year in 2020. And now this company is apparently worth $100 billion. Well, what makes it so valuable? There's a couple things. Whether or not it's really worth that, the important thing is what its functionality does. It brings cryptocurrency to the mainstream. They act as a custodian for large institutions. They enable the purchase of large amounts and small amounts of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. There is Coinbase Pro for day traders, and there's also easy apps for people like you and me. It's very simple to use Coinbase, and that's probably the big appeal. With all the profit they made, I don't know why they couldn't do better customer service, but besides that, their IPO is going to do a lot for the Bitcoin space because what it does is it really gives a lot of validity to the cryptocurrency market, showing that a company that acts as a third party, basically an intermediary in cryptocurrency, which is not decentralized at all, but what it does is it's proven how valuable that is and what their function to allow people to onboard into the cryptocurrency market, that's a very important function. And they're not the only ones doing an IPO. In fact, Kraken, Gemini, and others have announced IPOs either this year or next. We're going to see a lot more of that in the blockchain space because they are trying to attract the money of investors and really validate everything that is taking place right now for the future. So it's an exciting time. I personally don't trust the stock market. I think it's been up for way too long and there's a lot of manipulation and unnatural inflation. You could step back and look at the cycles of the stock market and realize we are long overdue for correction. I sold my Tesla Shares. I sold my stock. I put all of that back into Bitcoin over the past year. So I'm out of that market. A lot of people are not. And you got to be kind of careful. Even though Coinbase is expected to double its IPO. On the first day, within the first 24 hours, if not even more, it still is nothing compared to the returns that you get from actual cryptocurrencies. When you're in the middle of an alt season like we are, the returns you get now, two, three, four, even 5x between now and the end of the year, if you pick your coins right, is not going to happen in the stock market. It's definitely not going to happen for Coinbase, but the validity that Coinbase will give to the cryptocurrency market and the blockchain space. It's going to give a lot of support and validity to the exchanges and really prove the value and worth and how important these companies' roles are in the expansion of blockchain and cryptocurrency for mass adoption. There's a lot of it going on that a lot of people aren't even aware of. So this IPO, especially being the first one by the largest exchange in the country, it's a big move for cryptocurrency and it's a big move for Bitcoin. Does it have anything to do with Bitcoin hitting its all-time high of $63,000? Well, I'd like to say no. But I actually think some of it does. I think there's a lot of anticipation out there in the retail world that somehow the release of Coinbase's IPO would drive up the price of Bitcoin. Not everybody understands that Coinbase and Bitcoin have nothing to do with each other, but there is a relationship going on. So perhaps the more uneducated investor would see a correlation in price or even in value. And maybe that has a lot to do with the money pouring into Bitcoin right now. Will it drive up the price if the IPO does better? Well, probably. So the cryptocurrency market cap is well over a trillion dollars. It just keeps growing. Bitcoin is worth more than most companies in the Fortune 500 alone. So there's still a long way to go, but it's really exciting. Did you get yours? Are you going to be a part of the IPO? Or are you just keeping all your money in crypto? Well, you know what I'm doing. It's very exciting to see how this is all going to play out. And on the next show, we're going to find out. and a Crypto Karma fun fact. Really interesting, Forbes released their 2021 billionaire list and somebody was not on it, Satoshi Nakamoto. Really interesting considering the fact that he owns the private keys to one wallet with 1 million Bitcoin estimated at $59 billion. That does not even include the forks for BCH and BSV, which could be another billion dollars. He also has access to $1 million of Bitcoin gold, This makes Satoshi Nakamoto a member of the 1%. Even though he didn't get any acclaim or credit for it, we all know he's out there and made us who we are today in the world of Bitcoin. Not surprising, To find on the Forbes billionaire list, quite a few cryptocurrency exchange CEOs, including our favorite CZ, the CEO of Binance. Really really happy to see him get up there with the notoriety. All that he does for the cryptocurrency community, check out Binance Academy to learn more about cryptocurrency. Binance is my favorite exchange in the world, and they're leading the way for cryptocurrency expansion, DeFi's, Uniswap, you name it, the world of crypto is definitely being handled well by well, the world of Binance. Binance Binance.com, check them out. And here in the United States is Binance.us for their exchange. And Crypto Karma in the news of Bitcoin. Everybody's favorite author, Robert Kiyosaki from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, predicted that the price of Bitcoin will increase to 1.2 million within five years. He revealed that he bought Bitcoin at $9,000 and adding that he may buy the cryptocurrency again as he, quote, today or tomorrow, just because I'm more bullish on it, end quote. That's big news coming from somebody who has a lot of conservative advice on how to get rich. It's nice to see ordinary people, and those looked up to, spread the good word of Bitcoin. If he bought at 9,000, guaranteed he bought a lot more since then. To be bullish now at $63,000, well, who wouldn't be? Of course he is. And of course he's gonna buy more as long as you guys keep buying his books. That's it for Crypto Karma this week, brought to you by JWH Finance, the leader in residential mortgage lending. You could go to jwhfinance.com to learn more about us as the best residential mortgage lender in the country. The reason I say that is, of course, I'm very proud to be a part of it, and you can reach me directly through there, nick at jwhfinance.com. But not only that, we're one of the only mortgage lenders with five-star reviews. We're a direct lender, which means we're not a broker, and we actually control the direction and the pace of your loan to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac Stanley standards. We get your loan done quickly and efficiently. Our average refinance closes in two and a half weeks and our average purchase in just 20 to 25 business days. The other thing we get to do is not charge any lender fees. Of course, there's points should you want to buy the rate down below market, which is very common these days for those rates under 3%, but there's also no junk fees, no admin, no processing, no credit report. That's not how we treat customers. We like things to be very simple, very clean, extremely affordable because we're all about making you happy. Again, that's JWHFinance.com. Your best direct mortgage lender. This is Nick Green with Crypto Karma reminding you that this show is for educational purposes only. This is not investment or financial advice. None of our information should tell you how to spend your money. I am not a financial advisor. And of course, I'm going to tell you that the cryptocurrency market is the most volatile in the world. With the ups come downs. Do not invest more than what you could afford to lose. And remember, this is not financial advice. That's it for this week's show. We're going to see you next week to find out what is going on in the world of cryptocurrency and blockchain. And remember to strike hard and strike fast. Bitcoin will not wait for you. But in the world of crypto, if you're good to crypto, crypto will be good to you. Come on, big money, big money, big money. No whammy, no whammy. Stop. Explore the cryptocurrency universe with Nick Green on Crypto Karma. Learn about Bitcoin and blockchain, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and more. Buy and sell and trade and learn how to make some serious money with digital currency. And hear the podcast on Podbean.